Cal Oaks joins us on the B list. And Cal, uh, I read your article about those rankings. Tell us why you know the team that had Corey Dillon and and Brady they they topped the list for you at least. It sounds like. Well, I guess uh, I guess I'm an old school on the football kind of guy, <laughs> right? I mean, that must be it. that must be it. All those yards that. Uh, that Corey Dillon put up and uh, took a lot of pressure off Brady and uh, took a lot of pressure off that defense. Whenever you uh, think everything falls into place, when you when you control the clock, and uh, I think to some degree the Patriots did that in the playoffs this year. It was more by committee, obviously. But uh, yeah, I just I, I'm, I'm struck by the whole uh, aspect of and I and I think it's undersold. And I know when people say you know and when anybody says the Patriots don't get enough respect on any level, you know the the rest of the nation kind of bristles with that. <laughs> I think that's an undersold part of this is how much uh, one each championship was different from the other. Even even in the years where it was back to back or three out of four, three out of five, how much changed? I mean, I look back recently and from the 2014 team that that beat Seattle to this year's team, there's like 13 players that are the same out of 53, and four of those were on special teams. I mean, almost the entire roster overturn in four years so it, it, it's a dynamic you don't get with any other dynasty in sports you look at the the great celtics teams that that, that won it all so many times or even in even in college the, the ucla basketball teams had the same same core group if they were winning it back to back or multiple championships in a row and you think of the the NHL in the 80s with the Islanders and, and the Oilers uh, same team basically year after year winning it Patriots have have other than Brady and Belichick, it's it's been a uh, revolving door. Yet they've still found ways to reinvent themselves. And I think McVay McVay touched on it a little bit with his uh, in that mic'd up thing before the game, where he was you know kissing Belichick's rings. I think he kind of said it all. He's like, you guys just no matter what uh, what situation you're you're able to reinvent yourselves and, and and be something different than you you know morph into something new or whatever it takes to win. And that's really what this team has done. So I think you, it's a it's a situation that lends itself to okay, let's reflect and compare these teams because by and large you are comparing one almost entirely different team to another over the space of a few years, and it's interesting to, to kind of weigh them against each other. I'm curious, the undefeated team that lost to the Giants in the Super Bowl, if they had won that game, they they would have to be first. Oh, but even if they lost, sure. even though they lost that game. Are they still the best team? <laughs> like, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I know. I mean, I think we get it. We get in this trap of you know you have to win the championship right. to be considered this thing. And I, obviously, I think uh, all things being equal, they're probably you know if that team played against that you know that that Corey Dillon team you're talking about, you know what would the odds be? I mean, clearly the the '07 team would be the favorite in Vegas. <laughs> yeah, you know, if, they, if it were possible to. To, to do, produce that sort of thing, so yeah, I mean, I think you got to put that team up there, no question. Uh, just a lot of unfortunate circumstances. I, I think you know nobody wants to hear excuses, but I, I think if Brady's 100% healthy, that game turns out a lot differently. So uh, maybe uh, it's, it's a lot of what ifs, but uh, there's certainly no what ifs about uh, about this year. That's one that they can't take away. <laughs> but you know, Cal, they, I think you're right though that he's learned how Belichick's learned how to retool his whole roster. Uh, some years, it's sh- we're all scared of what it looks like when so oh, many yeah, guys... this year. I mean, we were, we were frightened this year. Really? We? I mean, and that's, it's not just that he retools the roster, but he, he figures it out on the fly. Yeah. He figures out in November or December, you know, what <laughs> what's going to work to beat so-and-so, you know, down the stretch. And, uh, you know, he, he had... 
He had the perfect game plan to – I mean, I think it worked against the Chiefs for a half, certainly, to, to keep him off the field and, and, and certainly had the right game plan against the Rams as well. So, uh, well, and they, yeah, cha- I mean, and they changed their identity this year. You know, they went from counting on Brady to, to carry them uh, to a running attack and an offensive line that dominated people. And they did that with, uh, you know, Tony Michelle being in and out of the lineup. Yeah. You know, yeah. they did that with Burkhead being gone for eight weeks. They did that with Josh Gordon coming in and then leaving again. He, they did that with with a lot of moving parts. Uh, he did that with a lot of moving parts, I should say. And you know, with a with a new with a new defensive coordinator, quote unquote, uh, yeah. who's now gone. I mean, it's just it's just amazing when you think about all the things that that changed in one calendar year and, and were changing as that year went on, yet they were able to. to Cal, Cal, you talked about that Corey Dillon team and whatever. Was there a game, a uh, Super Bowl game, that you liked better than any of the others, the game itself? I mean, I think we all got to put the, the Atlanta game uh, uh, at the top of the list. I mean, and that was the thing about this year. You look at the final the final margin of ten points was actually the greatest of the six. I know. You know they yeah. were all <laughs> the closest. They were all field goal touchdowns. <laughs> you know, final drive type games and uh, uh, the biggest blowout. This was right? the first year, yeah. and, and even this year wasn't like a, a total comfort level for any of us. But I I felt a certain confidence during this year's game that it was going to end well. I don't know. I don't. I can't explain why. I just I just kind of felt that the Rams. Uh, Rams were beaten before they got on the field in some in some respect, uh, but yeah, that's the twenty-eight to three game. I mean, how can you not? Uh, that's that's the one we'll all be talking about when we've forgotten everything else and forgot what we ate for breakfast. We'll remember the, <laughs> some vivid details of that game from the from the deficit to the the, the, the Edelman catch, certainly to winning the toss in overtime, and then. Uh, going down the field but uh that that one's obviously going to stand out forever and and the first one would be close behind i mean to, to, to beat the rams in super bowl 36 and i don't think anyone thought they had a prayer of doing so um and, and the way the way that he was able to that brady as basically essentially a rookie second year quarterback but uh, hadn't played the first year was able to come in and, and, and drive them down the field after kurt warner a guy who's also going to be in the hall of fame uh, you know managed to Pull pull the Rams out of uh, out of a funk and 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 help them tie it up. So yeah, that that's that's in the running as well. But uh, no shortage of of what crazy wild memories. From anytime you win six Super Bowls, there there are a lot of uh, a lot of things. Oh, what if this had happened instead of this? But uh, it's uh, it's uh, it's amazing. We're so we're, <laughs> we're blessed to be able we're to talk spoiled. about this. Yeah. We're Patriots fans, aren't we? Football perspective had uh, this. They said Tom Brady has played 17 full seasons. Nine ended in the Super Bowl. Four ended in the AFC Championship game. Two ended in the divisional round. One ended in the wild card round. And one ended in the regular season. I mean, on that year, he was... That is pretty incredible. No, they were not. That's not counting the year he got hurt. No, oh, yeah, the one that ended in the regular season was the, his second full season. I yeah, right. They, they, yeah, they won one, and then they were nine and seven, and then, uh, then they won two. So, there you go. I mean, no matter, no matter how you slice, I mean that that stat about him appearing in more Super Bowls than any other team. I mean, that's, that's pretty. Yeah. that's pretty remarkable in and of itself, and. Uh, these are things that are, you know, that's why when people, you know, I, I, I really hate getting involved in that greatest of all time discussion. 
But whenever anybody brings it up and they want to say Joe Montana, how many times did the 49ers lose in the first round of the playoffs or not get to the playoffs during the 80s? Often. Yes. Often. Like, yeah. more as, as often as not. You know, yeah, they, they won four, but every time they didn't win, they were a one-and-done or they didn't make it at all. You know, and granted, the NFC was really tough in those years. I'll, 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 I'll grant that to anybody who makes that point. It was crazy how how i I think those were different it was to repeat yeah those were different teams like the steelers that like you say those those are the same guys for year after year everybody knew they were household names brescia always had swan stallworth franco harris rocky blyer you know benny cunningham a tight end whoever and and the offensive line with with webster and 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 crew in front of them yeah yeah it, it never changed I can't get over the fact that Brady personally has as many rings as any other NFL franchise. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Isn't it? I mean, Eddie, if you think about just the quarterback position, too, and all that entails to, to have accomplished that. I mean, it's one thing for Charles Haley to, to bounce around to a couple of teams and, and do that, but uh, to win five, but to, to win six as the quarterback for the same team, and to have had a 10-year lull in the middle there. I mean, yeah. People, want to use that as a knock well that's fine but they were going to the AFC championship game almost every year <laughs> during that time and and again it's a credit to the ability to reinvent themselves uh, time after time after time well and for a guy that i like i compare him with larry bird you would yeah. never in your wildest dreams think either one of those guys was a, what you would call a great athlete bird, no. didn't, bird couldn't really jump he didn't run very well he was just a winner and brady I mean, my God, you talk about athletes. There's 300 athletes better than he is downtown, let alone in yeah. the NFL. Yeah. You know, and he's been able to different. The, the only difference between those two is that Bird's body gave out so quickly because yes. he had to work so hard. And in Brady's case, he's really uh, he's done a, an amazing 21st century type job of taking care of it. You know, you can talk about Guerrero. You can talk about what he eats for <laughs> you know, you know what, what, what's in his milkshakes, but he, he 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 does what he needs to do at forty one, forty two years old to to be viable. Uh, when when you know, by all rights, most people. I mean, you look at you look at how banged up Elway and Manning were at the end at thirty seven and thirty eight years old. And you know, I remember John Elway getting up there on a stage and and you know choking up and saying, "I just physically can't do it anymore." You know, and that's really the only you know talent wise and and brain wise. He was at the top of his game, but uh, he just couldn't physically do it. And Brady's gone four years beyond that, three or four years beyond that. And you know, you know, you can talk about, you know, has he dropped off a little? I don't know. He threw for four thousand yards and twenty nine touchdowns. Yeah. This year. So you know, how many how many twenty five year old quarterbacks are doing that? So maybe we just need to appreciate that. You know, just throw all the. Try to not think about what compared to what he's done in the past, and just look at the the actual performance that you're going to say, man, that that was pretty. And, and with the pieces that he had around him, I, I would argue that. Well, this, that's the other thing. This team was almost as weak. You know, the weakest team I remember was the the one where he, they went out to San Diego and beat the Chargers that year, and then lost the to the Colts. Um, but that that team had JB receivers. <laughs> Richey Caldwell, my favorite line. Richey Caldwell <laughs> was their Richie best Caldwell. receiver. Which is pretty That's damn bad. scary right now. You know, and Troy Brown was at the end of the line and, and was, you know, he had a little bit of help there, but uh, just, just nothing else. 
And, uh, you know, this, this team, you know, Gronkowski kind of a shadow of his former self. Sure. He's able to, uh, he, he blocks as well as ever, but, uh, not, not really until the playoffs, uh, a lot of contributions out of him this year. I saw a picture. It was on Twitter. I think somebody tweeted out a picture of Kenny Stabler standing on the sideline and he was <laughs> yeah. sweating, whatever. Honestly, God, he looked like he was 90, and they said he's five years younger than Brady is now. Yeah, that was cracking me up, because it's true. I mean, they, I mean, how did Bradshaw look at, at yeah. 35? He's, you know, a few strands of hair left on his head, and his arm was falling off, you know? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Talking with Cal Oaks, Georgetown News Graphic, has a column in the Lewis and Sun Journal. You can find it at sunjournal.com, talking about the top Patriots Super Bowl teams. But enough about the Patriots. Uh, we're talking high school basketball a lot on the show today because obviously the tournament getting underway with some quarterfinals and prelim games tonight. Uh, a couple games getting rescheduled because of some weather. But you say you got to get them all in before the storm. Right? Yeah, yeah. got to get a few in before the storm. We're broadcasting the Knoxville's girls tonight at 6 o'clock um, on 96.9 Knox Country. But, Cal, obviously, I mean, you still pay attention to Maine high school basketball. What are some your thoughts this year on the tournament and how the outlook for it? Yeah, I, I I pay attention to it hugely because I mean I it was such a big part of my life for so many years even mm-hmm. when I was a kid before I ever got involved in, in this side of things. Uh, it, was, it was it was just a big part of my life. I go uh, camp out at the Civic Center all day long and all night, and uh, you know basically that was the way I spent my my February vacation. So uh, yeah, I, I still do pay attention, and it's kind of kind of puts in perspective how long I've been gone. Is that the the seniors in the tournament this year were were freshmen the last year I covered it up there. Mm, yeah, <laughs> so it's, it's already been three, almost three full years, and uh, yeah, it seems it seems that there's a lot more parity in the past couple of years, and I don't know. I think it might be some of it to do with the scheduling, and I do like what the uh, what the five class system has done as far as teams scheduling teams outside their conference a little bit more and. And you're seeing uh, some A teams playing double A and, and some B and C teams playing A teams. And uh, I think that makes the regular season more exciting. I think it makes yeah. the tournament a little more unpredictable. I think you see some, some teams that might be lurking at a lower speed. And I think that element had gone away from it. That was one thing I had noticed in my latter years up there is that if, if teams were seeded first or second, they were probably going to, one of them was probably going to win it at the end. The days of upset had, had kind of gone by the wayside. And I think you've seen a little bit more of it trending back the other way these past couple of years and, and being a little more unpredictable. So I uh, got some, some things to look forward to there. I, I think some of the, some of the usual suspects will, uh, will surface as the tournament goes along. I'm interested to see how, uh, how the other little boys do certainly in that area of the state. Uh, and then, you know, it's, fun. it's always fun. I, I think Bangor is one of those schools that people always say, you know, the NFL is more exciting when the Cowboys or the Oakland Raiders or some of those traditional teams are, are good and not down. And I, I think the same thing's true with Maine high school basketball. Bangor's in the conversation. I think it makes it just a little more uh, gives people another another school to n- another one to love to hate. You know, <laughs> a little bit, so, especially in the other parts of the state. So, especially if you're Oxford it, Hills. <laughs> if it ends up, yeah, and, you know, and yeah, you got to mention them in the mix too. Yeah. In uh, in Double A, there's uh, three solid teams uh, at least coming out of that region that could make it uh, interesting. And uh, and then uh, in Class A, uh, I know Greeley's got some, some good teams as usual. Uh, and, that's, and I think the other thing that's happened with the, the five classes is that it's opened up the B tournament again. What a great thing, Mountain Valley boys. Uh, 
on, mm-hmm. on top of the, the heel points. And, I, you know, who, who knows how long that run will go. The MVC has, uh, has, had, has had some good years uh, and some bad years in, in B, but I think it, it's opened up Class B and made uh, the likes of Mountain Valley and Spruce Mountain perhaps a little more competitive and giving them a chance to, to go a little farther since some of those teams were siphoned off into Class A in the past few years. So, uh, I'll be, be certainly rooting for some of those schools from afar, and Levitt Boys have had a good year in Class A as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Cal, I'm, that was a good question for you. I, I don't know how far back you go, but I said I've lived in Green 33 years. I don't remember Levitt Boys being 15-3 and three, ever. No, they might have had one year uh, <laughs> up there, but it, 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 and it's the same thing that it's been with football. They've moved around so much that it's hard to remember. They were in – there was a couple of years they were in the Class A tournament, and having to go play at the Bangor Auditorium, and then they were in the, then they were in A South, and then they were in B again, and then they're back in A when they went to the five classes. So it, it's been hard for them to really keep their footing and gain any momentum because when you're playing different teams and kind of stacking yourself up against different teams, it's just hard to get any identity, I think. But uh, Certainly that group has been talked about for a long time. I know uh, Coach Hathaway's uh, son and, and, and some of those kids. that he, He's kind of grown up coaching in both sports uh, when they were little kids, and now that they're big kids, uh, there's a lot of continuity and a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, chemistry there. Yes. And uh, I think it's, uh, it's going to bear itself out here these next yeah. couple of years. Probably. We're going we're gonna to do that game, their first game. Too. We are broadcasting the game against Kennebunk Friday night at, in Portland. Oh, good. Well, it so. sounds like that'll be a real uh, Fun, fun matchup. We'll probably be a high, fast-paced, intense, uh, intense game, and that's what you want. And anytime you get a four versus five game, I think it's respect anyway. So you guys will have fun with that, I'm sure. Yes, absolutely. Well, he is Cal Oaks from the Georgetown News Graphics. Still writes a column for the Lewis and Sun Journal. Check out his current column online right now at sunjournal.com, ranking the Patriots super teams. Cal, thank you so much for joining us today on the B list. Uh, really appreciate it. Yeah, I'll be looking uh, looking to hear some of those broadcasts from you guys this week. I'll be, <laughs> right. I'll be paying attention. I'll, that'll be how I stay connected. So right, uh, good, good. We'll, we'll be posting the links. So, all right. All right man. Thanks so much.